Here we go! Hey there, my name's Bubba. My name's Anna. And you are tuned in to Church Nerds, an LTN radio morning show and a part of the Love Thy Nerd podcast network. Now, if you're new here, thank you so much for joining us. I don't know how you found us. Oh, I uh, hope you like it. Um, you know, if not, just as Chris would say, play a hilarious joke on us and listen to the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think yep. that'd be great. My name's Bubba, as I previously stated, and I am one of the co-founders here at Love Thy Nerd, and we are an organization that exists to love and serve our nerdy neighbors. Now, on top of being said co-founder, I have 245,000 shows that I do uh, here you, with this organization. Yeah, you, you do a lot, of, a lot of them. I don't realize how much I'm doing. Oh, I do. Until I have to sit down and then a do them all and then edit them all and then post them all and then it's the next week. And then write content for them all. All of them. Yes. So I'm happy to announce that this show has a producer and it ain't your boy. Um, Anna is the one who basically comes up with all the content that we do here on this show, and she'll introduce herself a little bit more don't here in just a second. Don't send me any emails about Too it. Too late. I don't like Too that. Too late. I'm not interested in your criticism. Or <laughs> <laughs> Constructive or otherwise. No critiques. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. Well, hey, speaking of critiques, if you want to go ahead and head on over to our Facebook page, we've got one of them bad boys now. You I, can go and I said, find don't us. don't critique me. Well, I no, don't say well actually you just became an admin today after i sent I you the did. request yeah years uh, ago uh, more than a week ago yeah. yes maybe probably closer to three weeks ago mm -hmm. i'm guessing because it was like immediately when you made it yes but for some reason i don't know somehow i didn't accept it or i don't know what oh, happened did you re did you rebuke it <laughs> that's a church term i don't i don't i think you can decline it's the same thing. It's like, yeah. it's Decline and rebuke's not the same thing. Well, isn't it though? No, it is not. Isn't it though? No, it is not. Hey, what about you? Who are you? What do you do? Oh, uh, well, I'm Anna. I am a mom of four kids. I'm a homeschool mom of four kids. Um, That's one of them right there. I do have one in my lap. Mm -hmm. um, He's because, becoming a regular on the show. <laughs> well, so our kids would have been at their normal place except... Two of them are like hacking up their lungs. It's not COVID. Hey, we one of got them, tested. Booyah. Specifically does not have COVID. He does not have COVID. We, it was very scary because on Sunday he told me that he was, and I quote, losing the taste of his milk. And I was like, what? No, thank you. So he was super sus. Right? Yeah. Because he had already tried to get out of going to yeah. church by he, being like, Mommy, I have a cough, which he did have a cough. He did. Okay. Yes. But you asked him, you said, All right, um, what, well, what always, does it sound like? He always coughs a little bit in the morning. Mm -hmm. Always. And I think it's maybe an allergy thing, or I'm not, I'm mm -hmm. not completely sure. Um, but I was trying to differentiate is this that cough mm -hmm. or is it something else? And I'm like, Let me hear your cough. And he's like, <coughs> Yeah, oh, I, I, can, I, can, I can do it again. So <laughs> the black lung. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no, because he, he thought he could play video games yeah. or something. So nice I'm like, no, you are coming to church. Yeah. Finished getting ready. But, you know, I'm trying to be a good parent. So I'm like, 
does your nose hurt? Does your throat hurt? Do you have a head? You know, like asking mm-hmm. him all these questions. He's, and he's getting real annoyed with me because he's mad that I won't let him stay home. And he's like, no, no, no. I was losing the taste of my milk this morning. <laughs> I was like, Do, what? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we are not going anywhere. Alert. So, yeah, we got COVID tested. It was negative. He hated it. You know what? The doctor, who is our friend, told me that she was doing like the deep nose swab. She did. But it you said it was over so fast. And that she, was not my experience with the deep nose swab at all. Well, It took way longer than I wanted it nobody to. Nobody that I've talked to has had it done that fast. But yeah. he, like she just, she legitimately just, she told him, hey, it's... It's going to hurt. It's going to burn. And he's like, what? <laughs> because we'd already gone through, hey, you're not getting shots. It's going to be fine. There's going to be right. a little pressure. It's going to be a tickle. I don't know. I've never got the test before. And so, like, Oh, t- you said that? Yeah. Why like, would you say those things? I, I don't, I don't when know. When that test is like notorious, infamous for stinking. Well, I'm glad that I did because I only had to deal with his whining and moaning. For just a short amount of time instead of so, the so whole day. No, it, it wasn't a lie. I didn't know. I've never had the test. It's just a genuine, complete People misleading. People had told me there was pressure. You told me there was pressure in the back of your head or the top mm. of your nose. Somewhere in your no, face like region. like someone stuck a stick in your nose. Yeah, that's pressure. Yeah. Well, anyway. Either way. When I had it done, they were like, they put it. All the way up to your brain or mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> and then she just left it. And it has like something really burny on it. And it's oh. all the way up in your sinuses. So they tell you in advance, like this will probably make your eyes water and or your nose bleed. Yeah, or your eyes pop out of your head. You and might so grow a third arm. They stick it in there and then they leave it there for 10 seconds. Oh, no. And then they take and then they like whoosh, scrape it around. Nope. And then they do the other side. I think they it's have learned. Super fun. I think that they have learned because they're, I mean, we know this about doctors. They're practicing. All right. So they practice a little bit more and they figured out, hey, we don't need to murder people to, to get them COVID tested. And she literally just was like, whoosh, whoosh, done. She's also very familiar with the like sinus and nasal cavities mm-hmm. um, I was because she has problems herself. And so she she like won't let other people test her either. When she she's went like, and got tested. You guys all do this wrong. She had to take the yeah. swab and do it herself. Yeah, she won't let like, other people test her. That's some gold medal doctrine right there. <sighs> she's a great doctor. Yeah. But all that to say. Negative. Um, because we Came were negative. We were negative. Our kids are coughing though. And so I'm trying to not get our entire like friend group sick. Yeah, they'll be so. fine. I was really impressed. Last thing I'll say about the, the COVID testing. I was really impressed that we he probably went in and got his test done at about 9.30ish, 9.20ish. And by one o'clock, we had the test results. Well, yeah, that was the, that was the advantage of going to, yeah, that, that lab or, and having my friend, the doctor mm-hmm. do it. And like, they gave me the results. It was like, Hey, you have a result. I had, I couldn't even like click the link and pull up the email before she had already texted me and been like, Hey, yeah, um, it's a boy. She, she is on yeah. it, man. I, 
was severely humbled. And I know you had something else to talk about, but you started talking about COVID. I was I was severely humbled because I get there and the lady behind the counter, you know, bless her heart, she says, What's the name of your son? Told her told her the name. And then she was like, Okay, do you have an appointment? And I was like, Nah, don't have one. Because we were told to just come in. Yeah. And she goes, Okay, well, you know, takes his, you know, some of his information. I was like, hey, Dr. So-and-so said to come in and, and do this. And then she's like, okay, um, well, I'm not seeing it here. Um, what's his birthday? And I was like, oof, uh, let's see. Uh, I know the day. Um, the year is going to be tricky because I feel like it moves. It's hard. I feel like it moves. And so um, it was still moving. And I was like, <laughs> Well, let's see. He's six, and he goes, "I'm five. And I mean, <laughs> and I immediately just said, "I'm a good dad." Like I'm, I said it out loud. A lot of times, I add and embellish things to stories, but I literally said, "I'm a good dad." Like I, I'm trying my best over here. Um, what? And the lady, one of the one of the nurses, is standing in the door and goes, "What year was he born?" I was like, "I don't know. How old is he? He says he's five. I don't know." And so. I gave her a number, and I think it. I think I gave her 2015. That's correct. Bingo. Yeah. I might have said 2016. I might have said 2014. I don't know. No. It was. I was. Yeah. It was very chaotic. Usually, all that mess is your job, and I like when okay. he looked at me and said it's he was not five. My job. I just do it. Let's well, be clear about that. Not, International Women's Day. It's, it's not your job, as in this is what you have been charged with. It's like if, some of us are just better at some things. My role currently. You know my social security number. I do. And you get on me about Anybody not knowing yours. Anybody else want to know about my social security number? I, I happen to send know. Send me a message. Yeah, I happen to know my own social security <laughs> number. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, you can send him a message. And but ask. that's about as far as my narcissism takes me, is what do I know you about don't know myself? Mine. I know. So, I know your birthday. yeah, if something happens to me, it's going to be very hard. No, no, no I got a book. You. I got a book you of stuff. You do have a book, yeah. I got a book of stuff. Well, yeah. Um, and the, I mean, if you would have just known that. You were like, so it, it was going into the system as a nurse visit, which they don't really charge for those. I don't know, yeah. Um, it was her way of doing it herself without having to bill me for her time, which she yeah. didn't want to do. Right. Because she also didn't trust the nurse to do the swab. Fair enough. Like yeah. she wanted to do it herself. So, I mean, it's the perk of having a very, um, you know, skilled Skilled and doctor. involved. Yeah. Who is also life. probably like should be in your fave five. Uh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> uh, anyway. So, I mean, long story short, learn your kids' birthdays. Yeah. Um, if that wasn't, uh, that wasn't evident. I did tell her though, I said, hey, look, I'm, I'm, I'm sure this is in the system. It, yeah. <laughs> so just stop it with the quiz. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's enough with the third but degree what over if here. There was another child with exactly the same name. I don't highly, n- 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 I know. There's just, that does, doesn't exist. That's not well, a thing that's real. that's why they ask for birth dates. Yeah. You know? I, I, I had most of it, though. Mostly. So, ugh, that was like... And so the whole time, the whole ride home, I'm like, you know, we stopped him. We got him McDonald's because he wanted McDonald's, and that was like his treat. And then the whole ride home, I'm like going over birthdays of the kids in my head. Kind of this... Preparing for next Well, time. so like the same way... I don't know if you guys ever do this. I do. I, there, I have a lot of like weird 
quirks that go on inside of my brain that help me kind of prepare for things. And one of uh, one of the things that I do when I'm driving often is I'll just start like saying the alphabet backwards in my head because if you get pulled over, they're like, say the alphabet backwards. And I'm like, I can't do that sober do they without really training. Do that? I don't know. They do in the movies. Yeah, it seems like more of a movie thing. So anyway, I practice I'm counting that. on our wonderful local police officers to also be able to pay attention to other signs than just whether or not you can say the alphabet backwards. Surely. I, I don't know. I don't know. I've not been through the training. So I just <laughs> I just go over these things in my brain. All right. Yeah. Well, hey, anyway, we're going to take a short break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about the main topic of the show, which I don't know that we've necessarily landed on an actual title name we have kind of a general I concept family time oh i thought you were gonna say family ties family time. family ties yeah i want to call it times i want to call it network connectivity network, network connectivity, connectivity issues. issues that's the one we're gonna ah. go with so when we come back we're gonna talk about basically the idea here is how to stay connected as a family and some of the ways that we have found lately that have helped us do that that also have a crossover in the Venn diagram with our nerdy sides as well. So, more on that right here on Church Nerds. Hey everyone, I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith and Fandom 180 on LTN Radio. So I'm a day one Pokemon Go player. And I've played almost every day, physically or digitally possible, since then. I've put some time into the game. I've walked 5,149 kilometers, caught 72,100 Pokemon, visited 47,414 Pokestops for a grand total of 51,494,375,000 XP. It's a lot. On average, I keep about 800 Pokemon in my inventory. And yeah, I played a lot. When I first started playing though, I didn't put a lot of time actually investing into the Pokemon I was keeping. The appraisal system used to be trash, where in order to actually appraise your Pokemon to really see if it was worth investing in, you had to listen to like a digital speech that Honestly, in a game built where you're trying to catch them all, you don't have time to sit there and listen through three screens of text. And so I really didn't put a lot of time investing into evaluating my Pokemon, which means out of my Pokemon, I invested in a lot of stuff that I thought was worth it just because it appeared to be worth it. When it turns out, they were really trash. Since then, they've completely revamped it, where literally all you have to do is click appraise and a little diagram will pop up and show you if it's a one, two, or three star Pokemon. And if it turns red with three stars, it's perfect. Out of the 800 Pokemon in my inventory, 16 of them are perfect. And I know this because I've actually started to take time to evaluate that, to see if it's worth investing in. We need to do that with our spiritual life as well, because a lot of times we'll let things influence us, whether it's social media, teaching, music, leaders, and things like that without actually testing to see if they are worth the time and investment. 
1 Thessalonians 5.21 tells us, test everything, hold fast to what is good. Just because it has a label that it's good for us doesn't mean it is. Just because something advertises that it's Christian or focuses on God doesn't mean that it does. We have a responsibility to actually test what we invest in. Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Row Morning Show only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about Faith and Fandom, head over to faithandfandom.org where you can learn about our Comic-Con ministry, podcasts, memes, apparel, and book series. You can even read new chapters before they make it to the next book. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me. back to Church Nerds. My name is Bubba. My name's Anna. And today we are looking at how we reconnect or stay connected as a family. As a family. Not just our immediate family. Mm-mm. That's baked in. with um, yeah. our... Extended. Like, ex- I mean, our... Immediately extended family. What do you call it when it's like your siblings? Fa- family. Call them your family. <laughs> So, um, here is sort of a confession, or maybe it's this is just a fun fact about Bubba and myself. Fun fact: we are both terrible at staying connected with family, like long distance um, family. Uh, You're you have this look on your face, like I'm telling you something new, or like you're mildly offended at what I'm saying. You know, I mean, here's the deal: whether or not it's true. It's never fun to get hit by that bus. And sometimes you don't know I'm what's not, coming until no it's on top of you. There's no buses here. I said I included myself I in know. this. Yes, you did. You, you you pulled me under the bus as it was hitting you. And I do appreciate Are that. Are you good at keeping connected with your family? Let's not worry about what I'm okay. good at. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So we're, we're both bad. Um, <laughs> and uh, so after I left home, I went to Chicago for a year. And it was a super hard year. And um, I was having a crisis of like faith and identity and all sorts of things. Um, And so I was pretty connected with people long distance that year. But once I got home from that, um, we kind of we started our life together like almost immediately. We were engaged. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I got worse. I'm one of those people who. I guess get so engrossed in their significant other well, that baby, they you had are... all you needed. Okay, like nobody <laughs> can blame Ew. you. Um, <laughs> I don't know. So and and it was you know for you as well. Um, people would talk to me about you and be like, "Yeah, I haven't heard from Bubba, your family members. Yeah. Just haven't heard from him a lot." And I'm like, "Don't take it personally. <laughs> Everybody loves each other. We're not estranged or anything like that. It's just yeah, we just and and so for a while." I was trying to, what I was really worried about was that, so we moved to Texas. Um, Your mom was still in New Mexico. Your sister was still in New Mexico. And I didn't have a, like a super close relationship with your mom. And I was really worried that she would see me as 
the girl who took her favorite son uh-huh. away, pretty much. Yeah. Because um, you were her baby, and she uh, and let's, let's be real. I wasn't just her favorite son. I was her favorite child. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just in case any of my siblings her hear this, child. <laughs> they need to know what's what. So, um, and I didn't have any proof that that was what was going to happen, but, um, I had suspicions. My mom's mother-in-law was very resentful of her and I was like, didn't want to have that kind of relationship with your mom. So for a while I was like really trying to stay connected and I was emailing and I was texting and like your mom and your sister and, um, and then it wasn't reciprocated. Oh no. And I was like. Well, then forget it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not taking responsibility <laughs> for this relationship. Like, I tried. Um, and then I didn't try anymore. Yeah, I mean, that's... Um, I guess <laughs> that's what happened. I get it, yeah. I was worried that we were going to... You know, I, I did what I could to to kind of salvage relationship between my mom Mm-hmm. And you and I and, and you know the basically the you three of us salvage like there was something wrong I with did, it. Pr- protect. How about protect? Okay, that's better because um, really we I never had a problem with your mom. Never. Yeah, salvage was the wrong word, but I tried really hard to protect that because mm-hmm. I had watched her basically go through that with um, you know one of my older brothers, mm-hmm. and she had dealt a lot with abandonment. I yes, mean, all throughout her life, absolutely. she had, and mm-hmm. I've had this conversation no less than one hundred million times. Um, I I don't know how to exaggerate, so uh, it's probably an accurate number. I, I've had this conversation a lot with my siblings about what was your experience growing up, and how did you deal with all this stuff that I dealt with? You know, because I was the one that was there with mom, mm-hmm. um, but that wasn't always the case. My brothers and I. We're, I'm, I'm 11 years apart from my, my youngest brother, 12 years apart from my oldest brother. And then my sister and I are Irish twins. We're within the same, you know, 20, 12, 12, 12 months. months yeah. um, and so you know, we, there was a major dichotomy where I, I basically got to go through all of the stuff that my older brothers also went through when they were growing up in the house with my mom. Um, and so it was interesting to kind of put those two put those two stories together and and just see how similar they were even across you know basically two decades um and so the better part of of you know two decades rather and so like it, this this is something being being estranged and and having disconnect and not necessarily being raised in a space where family was super duper important um, that's kind of what was, what was laid into us, um, was that, you know, Hey, sometimes you're going to fight, things are going to happen. Uh, and then you just don't talk. And then, you know, like I saw that again, you know, not just on my mom's side, but also on my dad's side. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're still dealing with all of the ramifications mm-hmm. of both sides of that today. You and I mm-hmm. are still having to deal with that as we raise our own kids and, you know, we try and, and create this, you know, this connectivity between our family and our, you know, uh, you know, our immediate extended family and stuff like that. Because as we grow older, you, you all know this, people move, they have lives. Yeah. And I think in my mind, like, that's the thing that was different with our growing up, like yours and mine. Um, I was really close with my siblings growing up. Yours, you 
I was basically an only child for a long time. Your brothers were so much older that they were gone really soon. And then your family split up and your sister went one way and you went another way. And, you know, my family was very, very, you know, like textbook, typical uh, family. And I was super close with my siblings. Um, And so I, I guess I thought that we would, that it wouldn't be such a struggle to stay connected once we all got like you know flew the flew the cuckoo's coop? nest is it flew the coop uh, a, once we left the nest a bird flies over the cuckoo's nest <laughs> um mocking jay and jay law i don't i don't do a good job of talking to my siblings at all but we both recently have been um having some family time with like siblings who we hadn't talked to in way too long mm-hmm. in sort of unexpected ways. Well, it's it's more unexpected for me than it is for you. I, I don't know. Say. We'll we'll get to that in a second. It was pretty unexpected for me, but let's we'll tell your story first. You, uh, uh, you or do wanna... you want to tell my story first? Well, it doesn't matter. Do you want to try, do you want to say them at the same time? <laughs> Three, two, one. Go. No, don't. This is not okay. a musical. <laughs> If, you guys, in musicals, people sing over each other all the time, and it drives me crazy because I and like. It, I and cannot, it hates the musical part I of cannot, musicals. I do. I do not enjoy it. <laughs> Did you guys just not sing? I I need. It's like even with subtitles, I can't keep up. I cannot keep up with like two the two different things that are going on. Anyway, yeah. whatever. So I didn't grow up with uh, lots of video games or anything in the house. Played a lot of Age of Empires 2, little lady. Yeah, I was going to talk about this in my intro, actually. Um, I mean, I'd, we had some PC games. I played Shining Force. I don't know if anybody else played Shining Force. Um, you and the creators, yeah. And, yeah, like Age of Empires and some other, I don't know, things. Our first game system was a Sega Genesis but it was like years later, like somebody was getting a new system and was like, we're getting rid of all this junk. Yeah. You want it? Yeah. Sure. You, and we were like, yeah, video you, games. You guys like junk? You want this junk? <laughs> we had the Lion King. Sega was not junk, by the way. And Just Aladdin. And I think there. we might have had a Sonic game. Did you? Remember. Now, we've never. I'm going to take up a little bit of time because I have to ask some clarifying questions. Okay. What kind of Sega did you have? Did you have the Chunky Boy? Or did you have the little guy? So the chunky boy would have been like the Sega Master System. I it was think like it was console side. So you had the Sega Three, I, the Genesis Three, the small guy. I think so. You don't remember? It's not important. I, no, think I mean, so. it, it, we'll, it's important to you. We'll figure it out. Later. I'll show you pictures. It'll be like a lineup. Honestly, I don't know if I could pick it up out, pick it out of a lineup. I, th- I think, think that Nathan, could. my brother Nathan, he's your guy. I mean, but you you saw it, and it's not. This is not important. Continue with what you were saying. <laughs> so anyway, um, we didn't. I don't know. We weren't like a super gamey kind of family. You guys were nerds for sure. Nerds. But we considered, I don't know. It's funny because I think I was raised sort of with an idea that video games were a waste of time. Or at least that was what I understood. (laughs) Shocker. But my, I mean, my dad plays like PC games all the time. And what's the difference with that? Um, But especially my mom. Like... She watched tons of TV, tons of TV, because she um, was a spinner. Like she'd spin wool into yarn, no straw into gold like Rumpelstiltskin. But she spent like a ridiculous amount of time spinning. And um, so it was like, if you're going to do something, 
that's like mind junk, like TV or yes. video games or something, you need to be doing something productive at the same time. Video games, kind of you can't. Too I mean, active a medium. Yeah. And so this has come into our, into play like with us where you're like, why can't you just play a game and just enjoy it or whatever. <laughs> um, and I'm like, because I want to have something to show for my time. Yes. Like something I can pick up. Or like quantify um, that doesn't say you've played 230 hours in Animal Crossing. <laughs> like that's embarrassing yeah, to hey, me. Mind that's your a, business that feels video shameful game. to me. Um, but it, I don't know. So and my sister was raised in the same house and yep. she is like a super fiber processor too. She's very creative, very artistic. Um, uh I, I don't even know. Like she, she's a maker. She just oh, yeah, makes, 100%. makes, makes all the time. Much like my mom. Yep. Um. So I was shocked to hear. So we had um my mom's celebration of life mm-hmm. um last week. I don't know what time is right now. Still. Yeah. Um. It'll last probably be about about two about weeks that? ago when this comes out. Um. And <laughs> my sister just mentions that um. She plays Animal Crossing, something about Animal Crossing. I was like, I didn't know that you played Animal Crossing. She's like, um, yeah. Low- and then she starts telling me about her island. Loki obsessed. And I'm like, uh, sounds like you play Animal Crossing probably more than I do, <laughs> which is honest- already in, in your estimation. In my an estimate, embarrassing yeah, account. I feel like it's an embarrassing yeah. amount when I compare what I've done on my island to what everybody else like. Yeah, that I, it's like nothing. But, um, yeah, so it ended up like she, though, she had never had anybody to her island. I'm the first person who has ever visited her island. Like she wasn't, she didn't even really, she had never done online play and dodo codes and all of that stuff. Like, um, and she's like, oh, I want you to see my island. So I did. We set up a date, like a little animal crossing island date. And we video chatted, which was just cray with all the kids because they all want to like that's cool use stickers the entire time and we can't really talk to each other because the kids are being crazy on the phones but i got to see all her festival stuff her her entire island's covered with flowers and all of these things and it was just not something that i ever would have thought like oh the way that we would spend time in the future um is going to be on Animal Crossing. Well, and a I'm, video game. I think that that is absolutely fantastic. And I, I'm like saying, oh wow, that sounds really cool because I wasn't a part of it when it happened. I was in in here working, but you know, I'd mentioned to you, hey, when you do it, do a video chat, like so that you guys can yeah. see each other because it's really cool to go to the Animal Crossing Island. But the way that Nintendo has stuff set up, it's just it's not Their a very good. Is a rough. It's not a very good thing. So hey, use Discord if you don't know about Discord. Use Discord. Um, you probably used FaceTime or something we like did, that. Yeah. But but you know if you want to, you can hop into our Discord server, lovethynerd.com/discord, and use one of those channels. Um, use one of the voice chat channels to go ahead and do that. But you're not the only one that's been connecting with your family mm-hmm. um, in crazy, unexpected ways. And you said yours more so than mine. And I do see where you're going. It's not a competition, but I'm about to win. Oh, it totally is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the the thing of it is, is that my one of my older brothers, not my oldest oldest, but my youngest oldest brother, um, he 
has started. I, I found out over Christmas break from one of my other siblings that he has started streaming. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Mm-hmm. Because he's not one that I ever would have put in the streaming category. I would have thought your other brother would have streamed 100%. Sooner. Yeah. 100%. But come to find out, you know, this brother, he has been, uh, his name's Tim. I don't want to be doing <laughs> This brother but who he, is anonymous. Uh, he, who may or may not be related to me. Um, my brother Tim, he started streaming. And some of you in in the community of LTN, you may already know he's Jay and Pay. And so he started streaming because he wanted to like hang out with his daughters mm-hmm. who are, you know, one's college age and one's, you know, thinks she's a junior in high school. And so like junior or senior rather. And so like he's trying to reconnect with them. So they started playing games together and doing all sorts of stuff. And then he's like, well, hey, we could just stream. And so he starts streaming and now he's like, oh, hey, I can... I would like to do this more to to affect other people's lives and speak positively into them and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, this is really cool. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I love it. So I just started popping into his streams. Right. And hanging out. I didn't have to schedule a call with him. I didn't have to say, hey, when are you free? Which, like, ring, ring, it, ring, didn't funny. answer. It's funny because if he listens to this, like, I'm, t- I'm totally dogging on him right now. He's so unreachable. There have been so many. Basically, yeah. So many, so much time of our life together where we have not communicated with him at all. Not because something was wrong with the no. relationship, but we just literally did not have his phone number. Yeah, couldn't, or couldn't connect. But this one, it's like, hey, I can just hop on Twitch and watch him play. Yeah. And hang out with him or hop in a game with him. At first, I was really timid. I was like, man, I don't. Do I want to get in there and play with him? It's not like I, you know, I was scared or whatever, but it's like I don't want to get in and monopolize because I've told you a hundred thousand times. Because you're still a snot, snot-nosed little brother. I'm who just his little brother. Him. I'm like freaking thirty-four years old, and I'm like, <laughs> sorry, brother. <laughs> Can I play video games with you? You know, and so he's going to be embarrassed that you're tagging along. Maybe, with him or yeah. Oh, he's my little brother. <laughs> his little brother's in his thirties, so it's like it's different. You know, I'm not. I mean, I am a punk, but it's 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 just different. And also, like, I'm just genuinely excited, genuinely excited to be spending time with my brother. Yeah. Because, like, don't cry. Because, like, <laughs> I, I didn't have this growing up, and I so wanted it with both of my brothers and my sister is it's like I grew up as basically an only child, like I said before. And that sucked. I hated that. Anybody who knows me knows that I am a communal person by nature. Mm-hmm. So to have grown up basically by myself, like I flocked to all sorts of people. Mm-hmm. So Twitch, mm-hmm. video games, yeah, the quote unquote waste of time that I have obviously <laughs> built something around, you know, like to, to prove that that is not true, that you can build relationships. Right. What I didn't and haven't been saying is that you can also rebuild relationships that you probably never would have thought about. Because Twitch is not just about, this not a sponsor, Twitch is not just about video games anymore. Right. It's about uh, you know shared experiences. There are cooking channels. There are people that get on there and DJ and like all sorts of stuff. It's a way for you to share the thing that you are interested in with the world. And the overlap between him and I, 
happens to be video games. So we, we're in a, I'm, I'm a part of his discord server and it's just like, Hey, uh, what do you want to play today? Cool. If you got room, I'll hop in. If not, no big deal. Sometimes I'll just lurk, you know, Mm -hmm. I'll just chat and be like, Hey man, I don't need to play today. I just want to hang out. Like just want to hang, give him a chance to play with other people. But for me, that was completely unexpected. When my sister was like, yeah, you know, Tim streams. I was like, no, (laughs) like our brother streams. Yeah, he's got a stream. And we pulled it up and I was like, are you are you kidding me? How did I not know about this? And so I don't know. It, it was just so crazy that the thing that I am the most involved in in my life, gaming and nerd culture and all that stuff, that's where other people are starting to to funnel to. So in a very selfish way, I'm glad. I'm very glad that everybody's kind of catching up heavy air quotes here um, to your level yeah well so i mean and even you know like further on that to go back to your sister um you know her her husband your brother-in-law is huge into lego like is legit writing a book where he has mm-hmm. access directly to the lego archives and yes. lego historians and all that stuff and so that's like he's, a, he's not like regular world famous but he's like almost lego famous yes Absolutely. And so like we have those people that are in our lives where we we've kind of connected on that level, but never really. But when they came down for your mother's celebration of life, we talked about Lego and we talked. I mentioned to to your sister how like our our eldest son, Caleb, loves Lego. He loves to build. Um, He's really good about looking at diagrams and instructions and then putting stuff together. And we talked about how once you can do that. And you do that enough times, you start mm-hmm. to know how the pieces fit together and what right. goes. And then you can, yeah. you know, turn into the the Lego movie master builder and just, you know, yeah. you just see parts in the air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so what ended up happening is she, she went home and she was like, hey, we're going to send you guys a bunch of Lego. Mm-hmm. And like, it, again, it's just it's it's that connection, multi-generational connection over things that are just nerdy, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I... I love that, you know, because I'm able to to build a relationship with my brother and speak into that, you know. Hey, man, here's here's how to, you can improve your stream. I'd love to help you do this stuff, blah, 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 whatever. And we're doing that. And so it, it's it's not just let's hang out and just, you know, have fun. It's like, hey, I want I want to be like a, I want to be a part of your life mm-hmm. if that's cool. But the thing that you're interested in now, I want to be a part of your life. And I'm able to do that. And your sister with Animal Crossing and stuff, like she's – She's helping you and giving you things that you didn't have before. And, you know, being able just to visit somebody else's island is really like a major part of Animal Crossing. It is, but it's both. That's the way that we're kind of similar is like I can count the number of people who've been on my island on one hand. Yeah. Like easily and still have fingers left. So, <laughs> um, so we're not like super social. Yeah. Um, but, you know. It's fine. Did you guys schedule another one? No, uh, we need to because she tried to come to our li- our island. I can't say it. You're doing great so far. <laughs> she tried to come to our island, and um, I don't know. We were having our internet has been we whack were having lately. Network connectivity issues. Oh snap! And That's it has how come, we come full, full circle. circle right there. 
Well, hey, that's actually a really great segue. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to look at some of the ways, biblically speaking, and possibly even relationally as well, that we can help kind of troubleshoot these connectivity issues. Which I'm going to just say right now, we are unqualified to be giving advice. Hey, speak for yourself. I feel real confident. (laughs) But go ahead and stick around and we'll be right back with more of the Church Nerds Podcast. Accountability. Six years ago, that word was not a part of my vocabulary. I had no idea what it really meant and definitely wasn't applying it in my life in any way, shape, or form. A few years ago, a misuse of that word tore my life apart as a deep-rooted pain and unhealed trauma began to stir up hidden spots within my life. But today, after years of honestly seeking healing in my life, accountability is a word I willingly welcome daily. But really, what is accountability? Is it just looking for all the ways other people are failing and pointing it out to them? No. I actually saw the perfect visual of accountability this last week in my two youngest children. While watching the season finale of WandaVision, don't worry, no spoilers here, uh, scare your scene started. My youngest covered her own eyes, knowing personally how sensitive she is to things she sees. Also knowing her sensitivity, and as well as knowing her inclination to catch a peek, her brother leaned over and covered her view of the screen. He didn't make it super super obvious, he didn't call her out, he didn't embarrass her. He simply saw an area she was weak in and helped protect her from temptation. That is how you succeed at being an accountability partner, and with a trustworthy accountability partner, our own success has a greater likelihood. Just as we're reminded in Ecclesiastes 4, 9-12, two people are greater off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Can you achieve success alone? Sure, it's not impossible, but to walk toward your goals with the assistance and encouragement of those around us gives us a greater chance of seeing the results we're working toward. Be willing to be accountable to those around you to allow them to help protect you from temptation and at the same time, be the kind of person who those around you can trust with their struggle and to rejoice with in their success. Back to Church Nerds. I'm Bubba. I'm Anna. And if you're listening to us on LTN Radio at ltnonair.com or the Live 365 app, Spotify, Apple Podcast, on our website at lovethynerd.com forward slash church nerds, wherever. Hey, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. And we hope that you are getting how you say something out of all of this. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. If, if you were here in the last segment, at least you can just, you know, you know, rejoice with us that we are reconnecting with the people in our lives, and hopefully that helps you find a way in your life to reconnect. Just download Animal Crossing. Animal it's Crossing fine. and Twitch. What else do you need? Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. So in this segment, we are going to be talking a little bit more about the biblical aspect of it and kind of how it pertains to the way that God has set things up for us to move forward. And from that, we're going to talk a little bit more about relational ways to you know, kind of make sure that you are in good standing with your family maybe, and also that you can just kind of reach out to them in the places where they are. So first and foremost, it's probably important that we start off here, lay the base with the fact that God has set up the family unit. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's very apparent in all of Scripture and the terminology that he uses when he talks about us, when he talks about his people. And if you're not a Christian, just sit back, soak this knowledge in, and then go and research it yourself um, yeah. so that you kind of understand a little bit more about what we're talking about. Because he doesn't, like, obviously, uh, human beings are not um, naturally autonomous. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we grow up in these little pods, these little family units, and then we're kind of, you know, we're connected that way. Actually... <laughs> This is slightly off topic. Uh, I'm watching this wait. documentary about Scientology. We are not Scientologists, everyone. Uh, I cannot that wait to see how you land this crazy. plane. Yeah. Well, I, so they had this, um, you know, the big daddy, like for really devoted member um, people, uh, they send their kids or they, they join Sea Org. Oh, yeah, Sea Org. And it's yeah. like, it, I mean... It's like military school, kind of, I guess. Like, it, you go and you live there and you work there and you do everything there and you train, like, constantly and you pay for a lot of it. Um, <laughs> and, um, but the kids, apparently, like, once your kid joins Sea Org, they don't live with you anymore. So they're talking about, like, 12-year-olds that don't live with their parents anymore. And so these family units that are essentially, like, split up, um... And that's kind of the name of the game anytime you're on the wrong side of Scientology anyway. But um, that's so unnatural is what I'm trying to get at. That naturally we like have these little units and we are very connected to one another is kind of the way that it is supposed to be. And I think feels best to us. Well, and I mean, to that end... You know, piggybacking off of of the your Scientology, you know, um, analogy here uh, is <laughs> is that th- there there comes a point where if you leave the church, you're disconnected from your family. So, like, if you have a family of that Scientology, is, yes, Wait, when not, he says not, the church, we are not sorry, talking about the Christian church. I'm still this is church nerds, still not Scientology. Scientology. When you leave the Church of Scientology, um, and your family doesn't go with you. Then you are disconnected yes. from your family. Yeah, that's I what mean, they call meaning that. like that's what they call it, disconnecting. You legit don't this, have any yeah, communication. Not allowed to communicate, and if they communicate with you, they end up in big doo doo trouble. You are in a big doo doo now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, in scripture, we see. Like some examples are that we're called sons of God, like blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called sons of God. Yes. Um, We are joint heirs with Christ. Mm -hmm. Uh, God like is our heavenly father. Jesus Jesus actually is the one who sets that up for us. Yes. um, And kind of he, 
God, he sees God as his father, but he also sets examples like what in the Lord's prayer mm-hmm. that we are to refer to God and to think of him as our father. And I don't know that that had been so much used prior to Jesus. Um, and then we're the bride of Christ. So that's like, you know, like yeah, we spouse as the, element. We as the church, as the Christian church, not the church Scientology, the Christian right. church are the bride of Christ. Um, that we he refer to each other. the bridegroom. Yes, yeah. we refer to each other as brothers and sisters in Christ. Like mm-hmm. all of this stuff is very familial. Um, I don't have any second cousins in Christ that I know of. He doesn't say cousins. No, no, we are all brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that terminology is is widely used mm-hmm. in Scripture. And it really, if you think about it, that that terminology is very it's very unifying it it brings everything to an even playing field that jesus who is the be the be all end all like he he's he's the tip top of the mountain he's still like hey you're you're a joint heir with me which to me blows my mind if Mm -hmm. i think about it for too long you know blood starts to run out of the side of my ears and all sorts of things but it's he's he's trying to put put us all on this level playing field to say that I want to share this with you. This is the beauty of the relationship that he wants to enter into with us. Now, we complicate the mess out of it. You know, even the disciples are like, well, who's going to be first and who's who's going to be last and who gets to sit at the right hand? And Jesus mm-hmm. is like, would you just stop? I'll be a brother, but I want to be the big brother. Yeah. The best of the big brothers. Yes. Or as Esau would say, I want to have the hairiest back. <laughs> what? I don't know. Um, that was an Old Testament reference <laughs> that he may or may not, but totally didn't say. But he was super that, hairy. I feel bad for that guy, but that's one of the things that people who remember, like that memorialized him. He was so hairy. Being hairy and being real dumb and just like thinking with his stomach. You think like he got caught on trees, like when he was walking through, like, oh gosh. I mean, there are people who think he had a medical condition because he was so hairy. He was the wolf man. Like that, Yes. Like when it earns you a reputation in the Bible <laughs> and when the best imitation of your skin is yeah. goat hide. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, we're writing a story about Esau. You remember anything about him? That dude was so hairy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and, and red. He <laughs> some red hair. <laughs> Oh man. Anyway, so, well, so um, this, this idea of family is, is like it really is ingrained in the terminology. And even, you know, with if you go back to the Old Testament, you're talking about Abraham, you know, Abram, even, you know, back then, Abram and, and Sarah. Many sons, many sons had fun. So um, I'll let you uh, sing the rest of that in your own head. <laughs> but, you know, he, he promises him that I will give you so many kids, it's going to be stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the. The BLT, the Bubba <laughs> Living translation there. Um, Bacon, lettuce, and tomato. Yeah, or the better late than ever. Yeah, BLTN. So you got – there There, there are so many different things, and that's not even the – that's just one thing, but it was very important in, in Hebrew culture that God blessed you with family. Um, he didn't bless you with loneliness, with not having kids, which I think some people now would be like, hey, I don't have kids. That's a blessing. But – then, and for that culture, having a family, having people to carry on your name and your legacy, like that, that was the penultimate, that was the biggest thing, and they felt like they were cursed if they didn't have mm-hmm. that. So God then putting the emphasis on that and saying, I want to not only enlarge your family, but I want to bring you into 
my family. That was huge and still is huge when we take the time to really think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, when you see in the New Testament, I don't know, Paul shakes things up quite a lot because he is like, hey, you know what? If you don't get married. Typical single guy, Paul. <laughs> it, I... I I don't mean to brag, but the way that I'm living is the best way. And if you can handle it. <laughs> we had to do an episode get, about get what my, I think about get Paul to my level. Um, But he also, he's like, I know it's not for everyone, but. Yeah. But he also um, sort of serves as a father to Timothy. Yes. Who, I don't know what happened to Timothy's dad. Um, we know that Paul didn't have any kids and that was his own fault. So, um it's None this kind of yeah finding possible. finding family where you may not have had it yeah. which i think that it's important to be very wary of that just speaking of cults and scientology and all kinds of things mm-hmm. um they prey on that some of them do prey on that gangs are the same and way start to um create these weird loyalties that you are somehow under someone's authority um, because now I'm your spiritual father or and you need to do what I say and that type of thing. Like run, 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 run from that kind of thing because um, God, God is our father. Oh, so yeah. I mean, um, and I know we, we know some people who've been very hurt. 100%. By situations like that and are like, I will never let someone refer to themselves as my spiritual father and mother. Absolutely. Um, which, you know, Paul does it. So I, I'm not going to say it's always good or it's always bad. I think it can be abused. And that's the, you know, kind of a sensitive thing too. Um, we were talking about this right before we started recording. Um when you negatively associate because of some because of some bad experiences that you have had with your physical family where it sort of ruins the family analogy for you oh yeah 100% um and that's just a tragedy where it has caused some sort of trauma so it's like well god says that he is my father um, or someone's that we're supposed to be brothers and sisters in Christ, but my experience with brothers and sisters is yeah, that that is terrible. I don't want more. Yeah. Um, and I think it needs to be more of like that God is the father that you maybe never had or that this family is yeah. the family that you never had. Um, so I don't know. Well, and I, I I really love that. Like in scripture, we we get the idea. It's not the idea. I mean, but it's it's just this painted picture of like, hey, you didn't start in this family, mm-hmm. but you are welcome in this family. You're, you've been grafted in. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the whole the adoption, the grafting, and all that stuff. And I the the beauty about both of those things. Sort of that idea that like blood is thicker than water. Um, us for no more idea that the Jews had. And then God's like, I think you don't understand family. Yeah. Hey, have you (laughs) met the Gentiles? (laughs) Um, You know, so like for me, I really appreciated that when I finally like started to click in my brain and all sorts of stuff about that characteristic of God is that he is just like, I I want you to be a part of this family. Mm -hmm. You may not be you know, this X group over here, but I want you to be a part of my family. And so in that, when I when I joined your family, 
that's basically what happened was I was not born into your family. There's a lot of things that would be wrong if I was born into your family. But you know that, that wasn't a unit that I started with, but it was a unit that I ended up with because of you know our marriage. Mm-hmm. And God so perfectly paints that picture and lays all of that out when he talks about the bride of Christ and now your joint heirs and like all this stuff. Like these, these are things that you have to go through. Um, I was caught off guard, uh, I don't know, it's probably like a year ago or something like that, maybe a little bit more, uh, maybe a little bit less. Again, what is time? Who even knows anymore? Um, when I was talking to somebody, I'm not going to mention the name of the person, but when I was, I was talking to somebody and they, they use the phrase, and it's, it's possible that you have used this phrase too, that, well, we're all children of God. It's just, it's a biblical inaccuracy. Yeah. Um, that statement, and that's that's not me saying. Well, you just don't cut the mustard. You're not this, this, and this. It's just like that. It's just it's just not true. Mm-hmm. That you know the the the, the sons of that diso- every human being is is God's child. Yes, that that is the hope. Eventually, that you know people are drawn back to God and they choose Him and all sorts of stuff. They accept the gift that He is giving out. But just to say that simply because you are living and breathing that you are a child of God is a biblical inaccuracy. Um, right. We are created in the image of God. Yes, we bear the imago Dei, that image of God. But in order to be part of the family, you, you, there, there are things that you need to do. Like I, I had to marry you in order to become part of the family. I could have been a close family friend, but I would not have been a part of the family um, in order to become a part of the family of God, you have to, you've got to, you got to marry in, you know, mm-hmm. like that's, that's basically how it works. And then once you get in, you, you have all of the access to all the things, you know, um, we're not going to get into all of that detail or whatever, but just like this, this idea of the family unit is that it's just because your top soil, your top side of the, the earth here doesn't mean that you are a part of the family of God. There are a lot of different things that God says. If you are my people, you will do this and yada, yada, yada. If you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. And like there's the plan of salvation. There's, there's a lot of different things that bring you in to become his bride. Um, and he wants you to become his bride. But it's, it's just not something that is inherent to your existence. Mm-hmm. Um, there is – sin has broken that. Mm-hmm. Um, sermon over thank you for coming to my ted talk <laughs> but like i just wanted to clarify that that it's there there are there is a transaction of sorts that needs to happen like god god basically says i love you and i want you to be a part of my family and then we say oh god i love you too and he goes cool prove it do you really love me um you know you can go back to some crazy stories in the old testament um you know isaac and and abraham and god's like hey do you, do you trust me? Are you going to do the things that I ask you to do? Are you really going to be my people? Um, it was very extreme in the Old Testament. He ends up taking Isaac up to the top of you know this mountain to basically sacrifice him, and God, at the last moment, provides a ram in the thicket for him to to sacrifice. And that is a very tough story to swallow because you go back to the whole idea of God saying, hey, I'm, I'm going to make you the father of many nations, um, but also I need you to sacrifice your son. Now, <laughs> God 
is not a God of human sacrifice. He doesn't request or require that of us. That was a test. Um, and that is like some black belt spiritual theology stuff to get into that we're not going to do here. But the moral of the story is, is that God did not ask him or request for him to go through with it. He just wanted to see if, because of all the things that had gone on in Abram's life up to that point, if he was actually going to trust in him to be his God. And it wasn't just Abraham, right? Like it was, I'm going to make you the father of many nations. I need to make sure that you get it because it's all going to come from you. Um, even now, you know, uh, there, there are, you know, tons of people that point back to, to Abraham for a lot of things. So it was important that he understood that as the head of that family. But let's, let's look, you have, you have written down here, um, how staying connected over long distances has evolved just even in the last century. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, because I was thinking about how crazy it is that we're connecting over, like virtually, we're, we're keeping up our connections virtually now compared with, you know, a hundred years ago, it was, well, we'll say, we'll say not a hundred, 120 years ago, Sure. <laughs> turn of, of, from the 18th to the, or the, anyway, whatever, you know what I'm talking about, letters, it was like. Writing letters yeah. was the best way to communicate, which, I mean, even that was, like, the postal service was an amazing thing to be able oh, yes. where you could reliably get a yes. message to someone. You'd have to send it via carrier pigeon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and then eventually, you know, it was like my grandparents, the way that they stayed connected with people was probably long distance phone calls, yeah. you know, um, that you had to pay a lot of money for, man. Oh gosh. That long distance phone calling, remember when it was <sighs> like, oh, you can have a phone connection and you get free long distance. What? <laughs> Still don't like, fully understand why long distance was as expensive as I it know, was. But like, Maybe they you, were laying the pipe. Did you ever go on vacation and have to have a calling card? Oh yeah. A phone card? Oh, you just call everybody collect. You <laughs> yeah, pass the burden. Um, and then, you know, our parents, it's a lot of like cell phones, you know, and FaceTiming, like video calling now is like, I get to see my grandkids' faces. <laughs> Who was it? It was I'm video uh, calling, and that's so exciting. Your older brother came down again for your mom's celebration of life. And he was mentioning how his children, who are very young, oldest mm -hmm. is eight, eight years old. Um, and they were saying how they didn't understand because didn't have good enough internet connection to, to do a good video call that he had to like call call on the, on the same device. And they were like, are you looking into my ear right now? <laughs> like, we don't understand how this technology works. They just assume that it's all. Yeah. Everything's uh, video. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's so, that's so weird. And then carry that further. And it's like, not just calling and having a, a conversation where you know, we have awkward small talk for five yeah. minutes. We get to play together with people. Oh, yeah. And like, you know, interact and go and see the things that we've created in different worlds and discovering like styles and personalities and stuff through play. Oh, yeah. Um, long distance is just crazy. And it makes me wonder a little bit what connection is going to look like in the future. When our kids are our age, 
Anna, um, we live in the future. Surely this is surely this is the pinnacle. It can't get to be right? more yeah. than this. It's gonna be a smell of vision. We're gonna know what our I'm not excited what they're for gonna smell, smell like. I'm not excited. I don't know. No, I'm not. honestly, there are so many bad smells. Most of the smells are not great. And I, so why would you I really just wanna be able to transfer a chocolate bar through the television. Yeah, like all the sweet things, but when you think about all the things you would actually smell in a movie, you're gonna smell like smoke and dust and guts and mm. blood and no, I just body wanna, odor. I just want a Wonka bar. Blech. That's all I want. We did smell a vision when we were at Disney. Remember that? Yeah, stink bugs and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, wasn't fun. Wasn't fun. What? Because no. they, they didn't put it's anything, not a good they didn't put the good smells through. They were like, you want to smell a fart? There you go. Yeah. We're 12. Yeah, so here you go. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so I was... Um, looking around on the internet because I was thinking about, you know, how do we, we're obviously, as I mentioned, terrible at connecting. And is there anything that we could say that about, you know, talking about fostering connection, but as I'm Googling connection, um, first it was like, um, networking, like connection, networking connections, like, uh, you know, going to business networking and stuff like that. (laughs) I'm like, no, Wrong connections. I don't want to like MLM connect with people. Hey man, if if there was ever a model for MLM, it's families. <laughs> like, I'm gonna have a kid, and then you're gonna have two kids, and then your kids are gonna have two kids, and we all have to buy books from one another, <laughs> right. and then they're stuck. <laughs> um, and then the other connection. Then it was I was like, no, not not that i mean like long distance relationship connecting and it's like oh boyfriends and girlfriends yeah and i was like no not boyfriends and yeah, girlfriends no, we, i'm talking about like long distance already. family connections and it's like network connectivity issues and I'm like, <laughs> no and then we have come full circle mm-hmm. again which is why that's such a perfect title for right. this episode well it was funny that the same yeah. you know we think we have the same terminology for relationships which are so like emotional yeah. and um, organic to this like network connectivity. That's like this very sterile technological terminology, and we have the same yeah we have the same I, like words for those. English I is think, horrible. Hey, here's Why the deal. Why is English so bad? I think well because we stole it. I think that. I think it's good. And I think that those are good terms. You know, like networking and staying connected and stuff like that. I. I know what those words mean. I don't want to have to learn special family words. Like, I know what those words mean. <laughs> so to me, that makes sense. And I hope that it makes sense to everybody out there as well. And if you get nothing else out of this episode, I just want you to know that God has set up the family unit um, and that he wants you to be a part of his family. And so do whatever you can to make that happen. And if you need help figuring that out, please let us know. Send us an email, churchnerds at lovethynerd.com, or you can hit us up on Twitter at churchnerdsltn. You can also join our Facebook page. Come and follow that. Just look for Church Nerds LTN. We would love to sit down and talk to you more about what it means to be a part of the family of God. But in the meantime, take some time. Figure out a good way to reconnect with somebody, uh, you know, whether it's a family member or long lost friend or whatever, reconnect with somebody and use an online platform. Find something that they're interested in, whether it's a video game or, um, you know, a book that they're reading or whatever. And you can use our platforms to reconnect with them. 
You can come and hang out with us on Twitch. You can um, come and hang out in our Discord server, lovethynerd.com slash Discord. Or you can just get into our Facebook group and ask, what are some ways that you have connected with your family in a nerd realm? And we'd love to answer those questions for you. But we're going to get out of here for just a second, take a short break, and come back and give you our nerdy recommendation of the day and close out with a Church Nerds memory verse right here on the Church Nerds Podcast. What up, nerd? Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. We hope you're enjoying it. But hey, did you know that Love Thy Nerd airs almost all of its podcasts first on LTN Radio? That's right. LTN Radio is your home for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie music. And it's also the place to go to hear Love Thy Nerd's content before it reaches the podcast feed. In addition to that, Love Thy Nerd creates a lot of content that's exclusive to LTN Radio that you're missing out on. So go check out LTNOnAir.com and listen for yourself. You can also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone and search in favorite LTN Radio or enable the LTN Radio skill on your Echo devices and simply ask Alexa to play Love Thy Nerd. Now let's get you back to that podcast. Tiger Uppercut! Before we get out of here with this episode of Church Nerds, we want to make sure to leave you with our nerdy recommendation of the day. We haven't really talked about this. Is it even worthy? Is it good? Is it worthy? No. Is no. it worthy? Stop trying to sing songs. I've already shut this down. And your children, and your children. Stop. I meant to actually sing that during the, oh. when we were talking about all the family stuff. Uh-huh. I missed it. Well, I... So I just, there it is now. We will have to talk about this in a moment. Okay, so I was going to ask you about this. I saw in the community, the LTN community, that we had, or you had posted something about Hero Trainer, which the reason it matters to me is because I actually have the green light go ahead for working out, and I didn't work out today because um, I was trying to leave time for, I don't know, recording this podcast Never heard of her. in my day. Yeah. So I skipped um, the home gym. Um, but you need to get this app. I, Use I my do, referral code. I do care about fitness. Well, what is it? What is my referral code? Well, what I mean, what it? What is it? What is Hero Trainer? So Hero Trainer is a way for nerds to get up off of their butts and get active. Yeah, it's sort of a trope that nerds just sit around and don't care about fitness. And sometimes that's 100% correct. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just not. But the tr- tropes are tropes for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you from uh, personal experience since COVID has started um, that like my tailbone is starting to hurt from sitting in the chair so long. And I'm like, I should probably Even move. Even with your purple pillow? I think my entire setup is hey, wrong. I'm going to go out on a limb. Have we made that a nerdy recommendation? I don't, oh, know. I don't okay. know that I want to. I th- I'm just going to – let me get to the end of my sentence here. Okay. I feel like my entire sitting setup is wrong, just wrong, because it leads, uh, like, like it encourages a like a like a sedentary lifestyle where I'm just going to sit <laughs> it's here. It's so comfortable to sit down that you don't want to get up. Negative. It is not so comfortable. Oh. The chair that I got, 
I'm going to put somebody on blast real quick. It is a DX racer. This is a gaming chair. Yeah, they're like the top of the nerd game. chair game. Um, I'm going to let you know a little secret. I bought it for like $300 used, already broken in the arm when I got it. Because uh, we were at Pack South, 20-yacht something, and I ended up bringing it home from San Antonio. We were at a trip. I do recall. And I felt really good about that. Mm-hmm. And it was not comfortable. Mm-hmm. at all and i'm like they really want me to sit in this chair for a long time so i, I used it for probably a year and a half before mm-hmm. i got the royal purple cushion mm-hmm. and then i was like oh this is a lot better but now like even that is starting to hurt my like legit my tailbone if i were to have grown a tail where it would come out of do you think that it's the cushion or that you just need to it like it is not an ergonomic chair and that is the problem so what because the cushion has, is wonderful for me. Well, I love the you cushion. You don't sit in that chair nearly as much as I sit in mine. You got it for me because I was sitting a lot. Yes. And then you were like, I don't want to sit anymore. <laughs> and so, but. That's not what happened. The, the nerdy recommendation is not either of those. The, I just wanted to get out there that I, I do need to change my, my chair setup. And it is going to be another expensive, expensive purchase, which oh, I'm no. not super excited about. No. But I am super excited about not having jacked up back problems. Mm-hmm. And so the other way you fix that is to be active. Uh-huh. And so I sit at my desk for probably, it's it's not unheard of for me to do 12 hours at my desk in yeah. a day. Yeah. Like easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so getting up and staying active, this app, Hero Trainer, actually it works with your Apple Watch and your Fitbit and you can track your steps And it encourages you to stay active because then you level up and do all sorts of stuff. And once you get high enough, uh, you have enough points, you can actually you can actually get in like in-game currency or, um, you know, like what kind of in-game currency? So you can get Blizzard gift cards. uh, You can get Steam gift cards. You can get PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo eShop, Apple gift cards, Google Play gift cards. Like it allows you to make purchases in the stores and or the games that you actually play if you get a high enough valor count how many bells how many bells all of the bells so like here for instance if you wanted a 50 dollars google play card Uh you would need five uh i'm sorry 3600 um of the blue flames which is that that? like one calorie what does that have to burn 36,000 calories I mean that's a fair question. I don't like it. Has, it doesn't care how many calories you're building. It just counts your steps. Steps. And so for each of the steps, it you get a point. Be, it can't be individual steps. Thirty six thousand sounds way too easy. Um, it is not because I I installed this thing just a couple of days ago, maybe three days ago, and I'm already at uh, fifty eight hundred steps. Yeah. Do you remember that one time I told you that I sit for 12 hours a day? Well, I mean, a normal step goal is about 10,000 right. steps a day. So don't hear step as an actual one foot in front of the other step. <laughs> oh, when I get, your arm moves. I get tons of steps from rocking this baby. <laughs> yeah. Like my Apple Watch is like, congratulations, you met your standing goal. And I'm sitting You're down. You're sitting down. Yes, absolutely. With the baby. Yeah. Like just rocking, which, by the way, I'm going to, it probably requires a lot more muscle tone than just standing. To be rocking a baby while you're sitting down. It takes talent. The, the the stuff that you're trying to gain is called aura. 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 And so it, get, it lets you create a character and, and do all sorts of stuff here. It's it's a really fun little app. 
Um, and we highly recommend it. We're actually trying to get to the point where we can he does. create a I don't guild. have it yet. Well, we as an LTN, we're, we're, you know, the community is kind of getting behind it. And if you would like to use my referral code, John Campaverde, I hope that you're listening. Um, <laughs> you can use it. It's KFB5. KFB5. Um, so go ahead and download the Hero Trainer app. And use promo code KFB5. Really what that's going to do is that's going to help me get to the point where we can make a guild. We have to have 200. I'm at 90 right now of of the Valor. So, really? Or of the, what do I call it? That's like followers? Aura. Aura. Oh, yeah. Aura. So, um, yeah, that'd be great. Um, we would really appreciate it if you would get in on that. And also, it's just good to kind of be healthy. Um, and if you can get some nerd cred out of it, that's even better. It's like it's like the new Pokemon Go. <gasps> Pokemon Go to the store. Or Pokemon Go to the polls, I guess is what Hillary Clinton said. Oh, did she? Oh, yeah. She was trying to get everybody to go to vote. She was like, Pokemon Go to the polls. <laughs> so that that's the thing you can watch on the Ooh. internet. Are you okay? Uh, PJ is awake. Um, so we're going to have to take care of that. But before we get out of here, Anna, we've got a church nerd's memory verse for today. Uh, we do. Um, okay, sorry, my computer. <laughs> oh my goodness, we're hey, so good at this. Hey, will you get off our back? This is a professional podcast. Um, professional requires that or implies that we're receiving money for it, and we're totally not. So, um, I'll receive anything. John one twelve says, "But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God." Yeah, we thought that was pretty applicable. Yeah. Yeah. And so, hey. Many sons mm, have fallen mm, every brain. Mm, what? No way for the drop. It's all thing. Head back, knees together, tongue uh, out. Right arm, left arm. <laughs> You're a Christian. Now you look like an idiot in front of everybody. This is basically what it's happened with Christian that song. It's the Christian hokey pokey. I mean, could you imagine, again, we're getting off topic. Could you imagine showing up, and that's the first thing. You're like, I'm out. Like, I don't want to, I don't need or like the Christian chicken dance. Basically. The Christian Macarena. Like seriously, if that was the yeah, first yeah, thing. I'm talking like, you're an adult, right? Like you come in and you see a group of people doing, <laughs> and you're like, nah, I'm Is good. tongue out? That's not a thing. Yeah, head back, tongue out. <laughs> what? Never do that? No. Knees bent, elbows together, uh-uh. head back, tongue out. <laughs> No. Yeah. Oh. It, I think you're doing like singing in the rain or something. No. No, I never no. did father. Well, Abraham I mean we also did way. it with singing in the rain. But but still, I don't know. I just like sometimes I, I just get so lost in church culture that I kind of forget what it looks like to the outside. So every now and again I have these tiny revelations where I'm like, that is weird. Well, there's a lot about it that's weird. Um <laughs> I can there's uh this wonderful little collection of essays. Um I'm, I don't know what time period it was. It was a long time ago um, that this little girl wrote. She was Episcopal, um, and her her church was right next door to the Baptist church. Okay. And she was talking about how weird Baptists were um, because they could hear them singing in their church and that they were always singing about plunging around in bloody fountains. <laughs> <laughs> and Got him. Like, yeah. yeah. That, that well. is weird. It is weird. <laughs> Well, hey, with that being said, be sure to check us out online, uh, lovethenerd.com, for amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show and other podcasts and videos that we have up there for you to consume. 
And if you would like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner, I would like that um, very much so, actually. Uh, you can partner with Love Thy Nerd. Just go to lovethynerd.com give. We are a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. Don't forget that you can also select Love Thy Nerd as your charity of choice on smile.amazon.com, and that's going to give a small kickback from your purchase at absolutely no extra cost to you to LTM. And you can find us on social media, like we said before, at Love Thy Nerd on all major platforms. We're on TikTok now. What? I tell you, that Kate made a TikTok. I don't know how to TikTok. Oh, yeah, exactly. What's the TikTok? I, I keep telling Kate, you're on TikTok. What's your TikTok? TikTok. Because we're all Twitter. Yeah, we're all old in our own ways. So, but we're figuring it out. We're on there, and you can also check out Love Thy Nerd, um, specifically this podcast, Church Nerds, on Twitter as well at Church Nerds LTN. Once again, I'm Bubba Stalkup. I'm Anna Stalkup. We'll catch you next week on another episode of Church Nerds. And as always, if no one else tells you this, remember it's true. Jesus loves you, nerds. Bye.